In regards to the quarterback position, we made a change in game, um, and Kenny will start this week, and I just want to talk about that for a moment. Um, we made the change. Obviously, um, Mitch's performance was a component of the decision, but not the only component of the decision, and I just want to be really clear there. Um, oftentimes, the quarterback position gets too much credit, too much blame. Um, we haven't moved the ball fluidly enough to our liking. Um, we hadn't put enough points on the board. The quarterback is a component of that, but, but not the only component. We've all got to absorb um, the responsibility that comes with what we, are, what we haven't done, particularly in that phase, including myself and starting with myself. And so um, when you make a quarterback change, you, you're really sensitive uh, to that component of it because I don't want to dump the responsibility of what transpired at, at Mitch's feet. That's not fair to him. He's played better than that description. And now, time to get in the huddle with your host, Charles Prodger Ritchie, here on the Mass Steel Podcast. Hey, you blink, I'll cut your eyelids off. Don't you blink. Let's go. You get where you feel like you can rush the quarterback. You understand? Rush the quarterback. Bends in for the touchdown, and there's the coup de grace. Do you have room in the trophy for another one there? You got six of them. Now you're the winningest franchise in NFL history. We'll make room. And there you have it, Mike Tomlin right there, uh, trying to still go back uh, for how Mitch Trubisky has started so far this season, but it is in the end right now uh, for the moment, and um, highly likely they shouldn't go back to Mitch, but it is Kenny Pickett time. And good morning, everybody. Welcome to this special edition here, a show blitz here of the Steelers versus Bills week three pregame show here of the Mass Steel Podcast, where, of course, yours truly, Charles Prodger Richie right now. And definitely, I mean, you could definitely tell, like, one of the things, too, that Mike Tomlin was alluding to, uh, basically, what the offense is definitely struggling with. I've been piling it a lot throughout this whole uh, season so far. Uh, the Steelers' inability to be consistent on third downs. They have been 19 out of 51 uh, successful conversions this year for 37%, which is 20th in the league. Uh, definitely needs to get better. Now, if you look at last week in the Steelers uh, versus Jets game, in uh, that matchup in uh, week four right there, uh, you saw clearly what was going on, like, per se, in the first half right there uh, in, in that contest. First half uh, versus the Jets right there at the end of the day, I mean, uh, third down conversions were definitely problematic. They were one of six uh, where they elected to go for five passing attempts. All those uh, six attempts right there. They were one of five in that regard. Tried running at one time. They were unsuccessful. But then you saw the difference in the second half right there, too. Uh, when Kenny Pickett came in, sharp and crisp. Four of four on third down conversions, including going one of two right there on the group on the ground, uh, five for six in the second half would end up finishing day six to 12 right there. So 17% to 50% a noticeable big uh, jump right there. 
So, I mean, that has been some uh, interesting stuff right there, to say the least. And, uh, man, it has definitely been a, uh, a head-scratcher year so far. I mean, this year doesn't seem like it's going to be uh, much right here, uh, the way this season's going. I mean, we could anticipate for the first time since 2003 a losing season for the first time in about 18 years. It's been that long. And since uh, Ben Rochberg's uh, core backing. <laughs> but uh, anyway, we're here right now for uh, – we will uh, see how this continues to go uh, from the moment right now. I mean, the Steelers right now definitely got some uh, – got an uphill battle, to say the least, to climb right now. I'm not going to get easy uh, from this standpoint, obviously. Uh, they got to go on the road uh, versus Buffalo. Not really many people are expecting much uh, this week. And then, of course, it gets even better. Got to face the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at home. Then back-to-back -back, uh, games on the road at Miami, which would be a uh, Sunday night uh, football matchup right there. And then uh, after that, they will be on the road versus the Philadelphia Eagles in Lincoln Financial Field uh, for this year. As though uh, before they head to their uh, bye. Uh, and that game, uh, the Steelers versus uh, Eagles game, that will be on at 1 Eastern time right there, which they haven't won in the 60s. So say at least, but then after that, they'll have their bye week. And uh, November 13th is when they'll return to Akersher Stadium to take on the New Orleans uh, Saints. And uh, we'll see how it continues to go for the most part. But for right now, it's definitely been a feeling of uncertainty. Many people would definitely argue that the season is just about over right now at this point. I mean, when you look at I mean, and to be honest, yeah, um, I have no issues with that. I I think if anything, I mean, a lot of people are definitely feeling the Kenny Pickett uh, era being run right now. But, I mean, at the same time, too, I mean, it's just, uh, I mean, clearly the reins are here. And I think the Steelers have done successfully. A lot of people have been uh, wondering, I think it was uh, Chris Hokey was saying, uh, somebody in the Pittsburgh B was saying that Steelers will be four and oh, or should be four and oh right now. If uh, I think your picket was uh, starting, and to be honest, yeah, I'm not so sure. I'm not sure about four and oh. I probably go three and one, maybe two and two. Because to be honest, yeah, I think uh, definitely when I look back at the Bengals game, they definitely uh, played their uh, butts off. No doubt. I mean, Chris Hokey was saying uh, right now, they'd be 4-0 right now, a healthy T.J. Watt is uh, basically what he said. He's saying uh, if Watt doesn't get hurt, and I know injuries are a part of the game as much as tackling and blocking, they're 4-0 right now, according to Steelers defensive lineman Chris Hulk, uh, who was, uh, made an appearance on the Cooking uh, Joe show uh, earlier in the week, which will then, I don't know, Thursday show, and I'm just not so sure. Don't get me wrong. I mean, his impact has definitely felt significantly 
and uh, forcing turnovers and helping uh, create like negative yards. That could also be a big element in like stopping the run too. I mean, successfully too. I mean, he's, he's done a lot as far as like uh, tackles for loss, quarterback hits. But I still maintain that Browns game, even if TJ Watt is healthy, I think they'd still end up losing that game. You're not going to win the game if you're not able to stop the run right there. But anyway, uh, we're here right now. Kate Pickett, he's going to get his first start uh, today at noon Eastern time. Uh, one, I mean, one Eastern time, excuse me. Steelers have won uh, three out of the previous five matches versus Bills. Since 2013, they snapped their two-game losing streak last season in the in the opener. Steelers still lead the all-time series at 17-11, which includes 15-10 in the regular season, and they are two and one in the playoffs. Mike Tomlin did say he considered going back to Mitch Trubisky this week, but because of his familiarity with Buffalo. Uh, Trubisky right now, uh, as we look at the official uh, depth chart right now for the Steelers, uh, they are right now uh, got the offense uh, set up. There's now uh, Kenny Pickett 1, Barbara Mitch Trubisky, and uh, Mason Rudolph. Basically uh, looking at it. And uh, also, too, like a noticeable uh, change um, in the depth chart, though, too, that happened when uh, last week, too. Let's not forget. Uh, Montrevious Adams right here, who actually uh, started last week uh, instead of uh, Tyson Alalo, uh, he is now the official uh, nose tackle out front. Tyson will uh, sit second right now. Uh, Montrevious Adams had an okay game, I, I felt, versus... Uh, Versus the Jets in that game. In that contest right here. Uh, Travis Adams, he had uh, two uh, total tackles. All of them uh, solo. We had uh, Tyson Alalo right now. Who's uh, not... I mean, who's been kind of struggling a little bit since coming off his uh, knee injury? So that was the only other noticeable uh, depth chart right there. But Tyson Alalo, I mean, for the most part, uh, this season, I mean, when you look at him, too, I mean, a guy who's in his mid-30s, uh, I mean, it definitely was clearly missed uh, last season, but doesn't seem like he's been, like, the same guy uh, so far. I mean, this season... I mean, uh, for the most part, he's only had three total tackles this year. And he's been uh, missing uh, in action uh, since the, the Browns game. So, didn't play at all last week in the, in the Steelers' loss, 2020-24, uh, to the New York Jets. 
Tomlin, uh, in regards to the quarterback change, he said no one no one particular play. It was how I felt and we felt in game. I face uh Buffalo so frequently, it feels like a division game. Uh and if you remember too, I mean the Steelers right now, uh for them facing the Bills right now. I mean, they have uh, definitely uh faced them, I mean, quite frequently for the for so many uh, years, uh, basically. And I want to say that has been uh, recently, consistently since uh, 2019. They've been uh, facing the Buffalo Bills here. So, I mean, basically, it's itself, I mean, like uh, this uh, past uh, decade, I mean, they have faced the Buffalo Bills uh, six times so far. This decade since 2010. And more in particular, for three straight years, this will be the fourth straight year, they'll be uh, facing each other. Kenny Pickett, he'll look to become the fourth uh, Steelers quarterback to earn his first win and his first career start, joining uh, Mike Krusek, uh, Ben Rosberger, and Devlin uh, Hodges. Remember, Mike Krusek, he was uh, famous to remember for coming behind uh, Ryan. Uh, Dominant defense. Uh, speaking of which, and where the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, need some big time uh, help right there. Uh, Khrushchev, he was uh, six and zero that season right there behind that uh, steel curtain defense. That was, and the Steelers were one and four right there at that moment in time. And I think their uh, last loss before they got their run uh, 46 years ago in 1976. Their last loss was to the Cleveland Browns. They actually uh, managed to win nine straight games in the regular season, one game in the playoffs, a 10-game winning streak. They won 10-1 the rest of the way, of course, it was to the Oakland Raiders in the AFC uh, championship game. Uh, ben Rosberger right now, when you look at, like, uh, quarterbacks who have, like, their rookie uh, starts, he still has the NFL record as well as the Steelers record as well uh, with 13 wins. Uh, of course, going 13-0 in 2004, uh, followed by Ben Rosberger's slash Cordell Stewart. He went 11-5 before officially becoming a starter game. His uh, first game on August 31st against the Dallas Cowboys, it was an opening day loss, but he went 11-5. Uh, that year. And then, of course, you had Mason Ruloff uh, three years ago. He went five and three with his first start being against the 49ers. Those are the only uh, winning quarterbacks right there uh, for quarterbacks who made their start and their uh, their first uh, starts right there, not, not yellow on uh, rookie starts. So Kenny Pickett right now yeah, is uh, definitely the time is now. But at the same time, too, I mean, I think they're going to continue to groom this kid and watch it develop. And I just definitely will say this. I mean, he's been a guy that's been taking clearly command of the huddle for right now. And just got to make sure they're uh, right here on this. Uh, it is definitely going to be a uh, unbelievable uh, – next coming uh, weeks right now.
And uh, going going into it right now, uh, for the most part, we'll see what happens from there. Let's also look at another uh, star here on this team right now, but it's a defense star. Uh, Alex Highsmith right there, who's definitely been uh, working his tail off uh, this season right now. I mean, uh, he is a guy right now uh, who has uh, been coming along the ways uh, little by little. Right now, he uh, plays right outside linebacker. And uh, Alex Highsmith, uh, who currently uh, leads the league in uh, sacks. I mean, leads the AFC with sacks, excuse me. Second overall, he's got five and a half uh, sacks uh, in the league right now. Leads the AFC uh, and is fourth in the league with eight quarterback hits and is sixth in the league with five tackles for loss. First thing that stands out, um, and this was mentioned by one of his coaches, Brian Flores, first thing that stands out about him is how hard he works on the field in the weight room just as Kraft. Uh, said Steelers senior defensive assistant linebackers coach Brian Flores. He works hard to get better every single day, and it shows. Osmond spoke in this offseason of reaching double-digit sacks this season. Uh, that now seems like a foregone conclusion, but what Highsmith wants is victories. It's definitely an encouraging start because I'm starting fast, but I try not to get caught up at it, Highsmith said. It doesn't matter what I'm doing right now or, th or one of three. That's the only thing that matters right now. I'm going to go out there and do my best job and produce and try to help my team and try to help the team win. I care less about production if we're not winning. Good athlete at Eugene Ashley High School in Wilmington, North Carolina. Highsmith didn't take sports all that seriously prior to high school. He was more interested in video games, a common issue for people for young people today. As far as help change that, insisting the elders of his two children to put down the game controller. His parents, Sam and Pam Highsmith, were both school teachers and demand their children work hard both in the classroom and extracurricular activities. He did a good job of instilling that work ethic in me, Highsmith said. It's something he told me I was young, since I was young. It really came on me when I was in high school. I was addicted to video games instead of football. And uh, how Alex Highsmith, I mean, no doubt about doubt about it. Third round overall pick, uh, hundred second overall uh, back two years ago, uh, coming out of uh, Charlotte. I mean, you look at the numbers right there. I mean, for this guy right here, I mean, the ways progressed uh, year by uh, year. Uh, I mean, uh, for his career, I mean, he's uh, had two sacks in his rookie year. I mean, of course, I mean, a lot of that, too, was uh, a lot more playing time by Bud Dupree. But then uh, six games back uh, last year and then five and a half uh, this year, a uh, very quick pace, uh, to say the least. And uh, he made his uh, debut last year for the black and gold. Uh, excuse me, he made his uh, debut uh, two years ago for the black and gold. 
it was a week after the Baltimore uh, Braves game that they barely hung on to, uh, where they lost uh, 17 to 23. And that's the thing, too. I mean, then you look at a guy like TJ Watt, uh, by the way, speaking of which, right now, I mean, Highsmith, uh, he, I, I think he's very good right now, but he's clearly not the uh, impact changer. And you know what? I, I just, I just want to say this real quickly. I mean, without TJ Watt, I know they're 0 7. And I uh, just mentioned earlier at the top of the show, but. I I really do believe a lot of these games, they're in it. They're not that far off uh, from winning these games. I do feel like, you know what, we're at disagree with Chris Holke. I mean, uh, I mean without TJ Watt being four and all, I'm not sure about that. I'd probably say three and one, maybe yellow and two and two. I I think if anything, if I had to go back in time, if they still win that Bengals game, that first game, the way they started off and uh, finished, and then maybe I could argue the Patriots. I could see two and all right there, but I think they drop to the Cleveland Browns and then win last week versus the Jets. I'd say they'd be three and one after the season. I'm not sure about being undefeated, only because a lot of things with the offense trying to move the ball a lot more. And uh, speaking of TJ Watt, too, it was uh, mentioned by Am Shafter and Brooke Carter uh, yesterday, uh, who was recovering from a torn pack. He also had knee surgery to clean up. Uh, which occurred in the preseason. And we all know what game that was. That was against the Detroit Lions. Remember, he uh, came out, I think, a little hobbly in that game. Uh, it was set up a potential return initially uh, when he first uh, tore the pack in after he had the evaluation a few days later for a return versus the Eagles, which will be on the 30th. But that doesn't seem like it's likely right there. That would have been in week eight. But instead, it looks to hopefully come after bye week, which I felt like was more reasonable time. I mean, when you got a guy coming off the technically, I'm not so sure if I want to rush guy just yet. I mean, watching them develop, you know he's been hanging it hard, of course, but I just not so sure if I want to, like, uh, you know, test wars just yet. Uh, his knee surgery occurred during the same week, uh, that his brother JJ Watt had to have his heart shot back into the normal rhythm. The other Watt, he ended up uh, playing three days later to his procedure. He registered three tackles and two deflected passes with the Arizona Cardinals uh, during a victory over the Pan Panthers. I just, I'm just not buying into this notion. I know they're only seven. The record says what it is. I mean, he is clearly the, their most valuable player. I mean, on this team. But to be honest with you, I'm not gonna. I just this year alone, I have a hard time believing that he's the reason why they're on being. I mean, let's see you. Uh, if you guys ever want to follow me again on social media, you can follow me on Twitter at MetalSteelCGR and on Instagram at MetalSteelNation. I'm just not buying into the hype right now about them being winless without him. So let's go ahead and wrap this thing up real, oh, real quickly. Some other uh, injuries going to this game, real quick. Uh, Tomo did say uh, Akella Witherspoon, he'll be out with a hamstring. Also, Toronto Emmons, uh, who was in concussion uh, protocol, who appeared on uh, Thursday um, on the uh, injury uh, report. 
uh, first the uh, no, not, not not Thursday. Excuse me, I'm, I'm thinking of someone else. Uh, Terrell Edmonds, he didn't practice on. Uh, On uh, Wednesday, but uh, Thursday and Friday he was limited. He was uh, marked as a uh, questionable, but uh, he doesn't seem like he's gonna be uh, ready to go. And uh, he has definitely uh, been uh, rolled out uh, for this game right now. Can't something he had growing and can. Uh, Hayward and elbow and uh, ankle. And as far as the injury report goes, definitely be without uh, Keller Witherspoon and uh, Terrell Edmonds. Those two guys will be out of today's game. Then you also have uh, Cam Sutton, who was marked as questionable with groin hamstring. We'll see what happens there. The Bills will be without five players, three of which are stars. Cornerback uh, Christian Benford, uh, Hand. Tight end Dawson Knox, foot and hamstring, and free safety Jordan Poyer. Uh, those guys will be out of today's game. In addition to wide receiver Jameson Crowder's duo with an ankle, and wide receiver Jake Kumaro. Uh, those will be the guys uh, out for this game in the Steelers versus Bills uh, matchup right there. So let's go ahead and get into the keys for today's game. Key number one, I'm going to go with bring the heat. Uh, Josh Allen right now for all his career. One here, he is sacked three or more times in his career. He is eight and twelve. He has been sacked for a total of eighty-two times for a loss of five hundred and thirteen yards. Stephon Diggs, I mean that is be a key right there. I mean, see what Josh Allen is doing. He is an explosive cat. Uh, could definitely make a lot of moves. I mean, with his legs, I think if anything, he's probably arguably the best mobile quarterback right now in this league. I mean, outside of Lamar Jackson, I, I personally like him better, to be honest with you, as far as just the all-around total package. I mean, you talk about Lamar Jackson still being, like, the first year, one year in the league. I think Josh Allen is his year to really uh, take that throne this year, so to speak. And I'll just go, roll, uh, go ahead and roll with him after that. I mean, just see what he's doing. Bills are definitely on a whole nother stress for a course with their only loss of the season uh, coming on the road versus the Miami Dolphins two weeks ago right there. Uh, lost a heartbreaker right there in the, in the barn brother. It was 19-21 uh, right there. I mean, yet still, I mean, in that game, I mean, when you look at, like, uh, the Buffalo Bills versus Miami uh, Dolphins game right there. He still managed, I mean, in that game to complete uh, 19 of 34 passes. I mean, not his best completion percentage, but he still threw, oh, excuse me, he, he still completed uh, 42 of 63 passes for 400 uh, yards with two touchdowns, no picks. Got sacked four times for 18 yards with a uh, net pass yards of 382 yards. Uh, on the game. Uh, he is definitely going to be obviously the most uh, focused guy uh, offensively uh, for the Bills I mean, uh, by the Steelers' defense. And like I said, the, the second key is going to be Stephon Diggs for the Steelers' secondary. Diggs is third in the league with 406 receiving yards and his first in touchdowns with four. 
turnover ratio. That's going to be another big component of this game. The only time that they had, they won a turnover ratio, they were plus five. That was in the opener versus the Cincinnati Bengals right there. They're plus five. Uh, ever since then, uh, their turnover ratio has uh, significantly uh, dropped right here. The Steelers right now are plus one right there. So they've been minus four the last couple of weeks. They're 12th in the league. Take care of the ball. While the Bills are six in the league right there with a plus two ratio, they've created uh, nine takeaways, which includes seven picks and two fumble recoveries. Same amount of picks as the Steelers. But, I mean, they, they're a little bit sloppy with uh, turning over the ball right there. They're 10th in the league right now with takeaways. With three interceptions, four fumbles lost right there. So that can be something very key uh, right there, right there. If they could find a way to create force and turnovers right there, similar to how they did against Cincinnati, maybe we'll see. And last but not least, slaying the Dragons. Those two other masters of right defensive end, Von Miller, and left defensive end, Greg Rousseau, will get both chooks and uh, Dan uh, Moore right there, left, right and left tackles right there. They both have combined for seven uh, sacks and 10 quarterback hits and 10 tackles uh, for a loss right there. That is definitely going to be, uh, no doubt about it, a uh, big focus right there. They could find a way to stay in it. Uh, for those games, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll see, but that is going to be a very daunting uh, task. And Bob Miller, let's be honest, you know, everywhere he's went, he's delivered a Super Bowl. You may as well call this guy the Messiah. I mean, like in sports terms, like wherever he goes, I mean, he also takes his team to the promised land. It's been proven in his career, I mean, throughout the most part. But anyway, that's going to do it for this edition here. Showboats here on the Mastio Podcast. Once again, you guys can follow me on social media on Twitter at MastioCGR and on Instagram at Mastio Nation. As always, leave it. Don't be trolling. Be rolling. Uh, here we go, series. Here we go. And I'll try and get a post game, hopefully, uh, by tonight. Um, um, look for it about, I'd say, like about 9 Eastern. But anyway, thanks for joining in. And let's see how this uh, game goes and uh, weeks come. Bye-bye.